in tonight's interview, we're going to be talking to two people from a Japanese cultural dance group that, of course, waves their body in a form of dance known as Yosakoi. So we have talked to two members from Zen Yosakoi, Daniel and Will, to teach us a little bit about this amazing Japanese dance form. Give it up for Daniel and Will. Hi, Daniel and Will. Thanks so much for joining us on tonight's show. How are you? Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. No, no problem. So I guess my first question for the evening is just to tell us a little bit about what Yosakoi is. So feel free to hop in with and kind of, I guess, intercept each other's answers. We wanted to add on a little bit of information. But yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the Yosakoi dance style? So Who wants I, to go first? <laughs> I, I, I can give it a go. And I guess we, you, you can chime in further down the track. So Yosakoi is, I suppose, a, a Japanese dance that is sort of typically performed during summer festivals in Japan. It's a choreographed dance. It has sort of a mixture of traditional dance moves as, and costumes and also sort of relatively modern music to go along with those dance moves. And the dance is generally pretty energetic and sometimes we will use... I suppose that sort of wooden clapper instruments called naruko, where we will sort of clap and use sort of those instruments to accompany the various dance moves that we have in sort of performing a Yosakoi dance. Will is probably a better historian of, of Yosakoi compared to me, so he, I think he has sort of a better sense of, you know, the history behind where it originated from and, you know, why the dance was created and so on. So I might just hand it over to Will to explain yeah. that. Yeah, DJ, uh, so... In this interview, I'll call Daniel DJ. That's his nickname in our group. So oh, that's who I'm referring to. He covered off on a really good introduction there. So Yosakoi kind of came into existence in the 1950s when Japan was recovering from the Second World War and they wanted some sort of festival-oriented dance style that could like reinvigorate the local shopping centres and get people going back and spending. So it actually started as sort of like a parade style where people would just walk through these really long shopping malls that they have in Japan and sort of like just, yeah, get people back out on the streets. So that's why it's considered partially traditional and partially contemporary. But the really interesting thing about Yosakoi is that it's now kind of quite popular throughout Southeast Asia. There's a lot of teams in Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia. There's one in Singapore. There are, I'd probably say, three and a half teams in Australia. So yeah, it's kind of quite popular overseas as well because of those reasons that DJ said, including like the energetic dance, the amazing colourful costumes. So even though it's Japanese in origin, it's got international ties as well. Mm, that's absolutely fascinating. So how about the history of Zen Yosakoi yourselves? How did that start? I might lead on this one as well. So Zen Yosakoi was founded in 2015 by a group of Japanese international students who were studying at different institutions across Melbourne, including TAFEs, language centres and universities. And they wanted to share their passion for Japanese culture with locals and other international students and non-students as well. So they formed this group and originally it was only going to actually exist for one performance, which was the Collingwood Japanese Culture and Arts Festival, I think it was called. And they taught us one of the basic dances called Nanchu Soran. But we all had so much fun that we just didn't want it to end. So in the end, these international students, they decided to create like a formal group, which is based out of William Anglis TAFE next to Flagstaff Gardens. 
And we've been kicking on ever since. We've added more dancers to our repertoire. We've matured as a group. You know, originally we were all students and some of us have started working, but we still continue to challenge ourselves and attract new members every single year. And what is it about Yosakoi dancing that you think has gained such international popularity and popularity within Australia? Is it because of its energy or is it something more? Personally, that's sort of the main reason why I joined Zen and started dancing Yosakoi in the first place. And I think, you know, it's just a, a combination of, you know, like you said, sort of the energetic dance moves, the energetic songs, the vibrant colorful costumes. It's just an inter- inter- interesting mix of traditional and modern, I suppose. That's sort of what I think appeals to a lot of people. So I suppose dance in general, you know, like even if you come from different backgrounds and you speak different languages, it's sort of, it's pretty universal. And I, I just find Yosako a pretty unique in sort of the, the mixture of, of modern and traditional, like, like I said before. And I don't know if Will has anything, you know, anything to add to that. Yeah. So one thing that I find relatively good about Yosakoi is that skill level isn't really a factor. Um, it's more about enthusiasm and just enjoying yourself. Because it's a festival dance, which is designed to be, you know, performed in large groups in the summer, like festivals in Japan, If you can just smile and do some of the moves and just like follow along, then they'll welcome you along. You can have as much fun as you want. So compared to other sort of forms of dance that people might want to enjoy in Melbourne, including like, you know, ballet, K-popping, you know, hip hop, that kind of stuff, the barrier to entry is a bit lower. That might also be the fact that we are a group that's got, you know, some people from Japanese background and some people from non-Japanese background, that our general skill level is lower. So we sort of we don't focus too much on the choreography and perfection. We focus just more on enjoying the dance and making friends and in like, yeah, just the spirit of the Yosakoi. And I'm sorry, I completely forgot to ask this at the beginning of the interviews, but Danielle and Will, what are sort of your roles within Zen Yosakoi? What are your responsibilities within the group? So I'm currently one of the co-leaders of of Zen. I've probably been a co-leader since sometime in 2019, I believe. And Will, Will actually sort of, you know, Will started joining, uh, he joined Zen sort of way, way before I did. And he was the previous leader before I, I took over the, the, the leadership role. You know, we, we, we do have sort of interesting views being being sort of leaders and obviously, you know, we have different approaches, I think, to, to how to operate Zen in general. But I think personally, I think if you sort of retain the the general idea of why the group was was formed in the first place, in that you know it's it, it's you know just wanted to create a form, you know, a platform for everyone just to make friends, and you know like I think like we were saying, you know, we we have a lot of different members from different backgrounds, and I think it's it's good that we sort of keeping that going. And yeah, so will will at this stage he's he's you know he's a long serving member, but at this stage I do have you know the the leadership role in some sense in Zen right now. Yeah. So just to add to what DJ has said, yeah, I was the co-leader from around I think about 2017 to 2019. And then I handed over to DJ, who's succeeded from me. But our group structure, one thing that we do is that we have co-leader position. One of the co-leaders is non-Japanese and the other co-leader is Japanese. And that means that we can communicate effectively with our member base. Some people might not be so confident in speaking English. So having a Japanese native speaker there is really reassuring for them that they're, you know, being listened to and that we can serve them adequately, but also that we can 
communicate properly with the Japanese community here in Victoria. Uh, a lot of our events, in fact, I'd say the majority of our events are related to Japanese culture. So having someone who can be that linkage with the local community is something that myself or Daniel might not be able to do. So yeah, that's something that we've kept since day one with Zen Yosakoi. I guess with choreography, does Zen Yosakoi make their own choreography and is that created by a choreographer or do they tend to follow similar patterns to other dancers from other groups? Go DJ. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's interesting to, a, to ask. Yeah, um, good, good question. Yeah, it's a really good question. So up to this stage, we have essentially been performing songs that have been created by other groups. And, you know, so I think that the general sort of process is that, you know, we'll just request permission to perform their songs. And then once we get the permission, you'll, you'll practice those songs and, you know, performing at, at, at events and so on. But at this stage, we are sort of in the process of at the very least trying to create our own song and our own choreography. And it's, it's, it's a pretty involved process and it's, you know, it's sort of our, our first goal at it. And I'm not sure how it will actually turn out. But, you know, given that the, the group, you know, sort of started in 2015, you know, I think, you know, we sort of agreed that it's about time that we, 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 we try creating our own song. And so it's a watch this space and, you know, hopefully that it, the, the song turns out well. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to sort of practicing it and sort of performing and just giving a good show to the audience further down the track. And exactly. what are some of the features of a Yosakoi song? You mentioned some of the things to look out for if you're trying to pick out a Yosakoi dance, but is there certain elements in the song that are unique to the form? Yeah, that's also a really good question. Um, so there are actually a few uh, critical components for a song to be considered a Yosakoi song um, and for you to be able to actually perform it in, in Japan as a Yosakoi song. Those three components are that you have to use the naruko instrument, which is the wooden sort of like castanet clapper that you hold in your hands. Um, the second is that if you're doing the stage version or the... Um, the sort of like parade version um, in the parade version you have to be constantly moving forwards so you're not allowed to stop in one position for too long and that's because teams will continually be going through these shopping centers one after another in quick succession um, and the third is that you have to use uh, an excerpt of the lyrics or the melody I'm not actually sure if it's both of a traditional song called Yosakoi Bushi and the song is like sort of it tells the story about a monk who bought a hairpin for uh, a woman that he admired and it has other sort of uh, flavour within it about, you know, things specific to the region that Yosakoi comes from, which is called Kochi. So if you have those three elements, which is the instrument, the procedural sort of like uh, dance style and the excerpt from the Yosakoi Bushi, then you can call it Yosakoi. But in terms of the choreography, it's really down to whatever you want to create. You know, you can have jazz, rumba, samba, flamenco, a lot of Latin styles get incorporated into Yosakoi for some reason. I think it must be popular in Japan because of their historical relationship with Brazil. Um, but yeah, it's really anything goes so long as you have those core elements. I know last year was quite a difficult time for any sort of performing arts and entertainment groups. What did you, uh, Zen Yosako, do during 2020? Well, we didn't, we sort of went on, on hiatus for a little bit. 
I mean, mm. we did try sort of, you know, doing practices through Zoom and so on. And, you know, we just didn't find it, you know, all that effective. Mm. But at the very least, I think we, we, we kept in touch. You know, we had, you know, Zoom calls once in a while where, you know, all the members can just join in and just, you know, see each, each, each other's faces again. Um, but I guess once once the restrictions sort of started lifting up, then we, we, we started practicing again outdoors. And I think... In fact, we are still currently practicing outdoors, but I guess I just, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, there'll be a point in time where all of this and you know, things get better and we'll be able to just go back to our usual venue and, you know, continue our practices as usual. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to report that, you know, at the very least at this stage, even though it's outdoors, we, we are having regular practices again. It's always good to see everyone, you know, everyone's faces. I see everyone in, in, in person again and just sort of being able to practice with everyone and sort of meet with everyone in weekly as well. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. So, you know, I think last year was tough for everyone, but I think the, the occasional Zoom calls within the members sort of, you know, it, it, it's, it's sort of kept, kept us together in some ways. With that in mind, was there uh, something that you didn't think you'd miss about Jessica, or something that you really missed quite a lot during the lockdown period that you were so grateful to get back into after restrictions eased? Uh, I barely exercised at all <laughs> during 2020. So getting back into Yosakoi at the start of 2021, yeah, I felt like all of my bones were aching and I put on a few extra kilos that I didn't expect. Um, so for me, it was a, a good way to sort of just get back into a, a positive um, yeah, like sense of, of regular activity. Um, but definitely it was the friends who I missed the most. Like the Zoom calls were good. Um, we also did a lot of online gaming. We played Among Us for <laughs> way, way too many hours. Um, but seeing everybody in person and actually just like, you know, going out for lunch and going out for dinner, uh, it's just like nourishment for the soul. Yeah, so sometimes I say this to new members of, like, the Zen Yosakoi group, which is, like, we're actually, like, a Korean food group that sometimes actually practices Yosakoi because it <laughs> seems like most of our time we actually just chill out and go for food and, like, eat Korean fried chicken and just, like, you know, catch up on old times and stuff. Yeah. And I guess what is the overall impact that you hope Zen Yosakoi has on the Australian community? Is there is a purpose or goal that you as a group have in mind? Well, I think it's, I suppose it's a way to spread Japanese culture and sort of to introduce the wonderful world of your subway to everyone here in, in, in Australia. And in fact, it, it's interesting that sometimes, you know, we, we you know, occasionally we, we get um, Japanese students or, you know, Japanese people on working holiday, holiday visas come over to Australia. And, you know, they might know roughly what your sakoi is but they don't know you know they haven't actually tried it out properly and you know they don't have you know they don't really know what what your sakoi really is and it's only when they you know come over to melbourne that they look us up and they join us where they actually you know start sort of experiencing the the, the, the dance and so on and again i think it just goes back to your sakoi being an activity where you know it's 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 a very involved dance, you know. We, we we usually encourage audience participation, and you know, everyone everyone can pick it up, everyone can dance together, and it's it's just a way for everyone just to have a, you know, a fun time together. That that's 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 my view on it. 
I don't know if Will has anything additional to add to that. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Like, I think originally when Zen Yosakoi was founded, it was kind of a sense that the Japanese members were conveying something to the local members. But since a lot of those original members have returned to Japan or gone elsewhere in the world, the mantle has been passed down to people who aren't actually Japanese. And it's kind of on us on what we want to make of the group. And the way that I feel right now is it's more about just showing that, hey, you know, this dance exists. It's fun. It's like not pretentious. Like we go out there and we have a sense that even if we make a mistake, we've still got a smile on our face. Um, so we just want to, yeah, just share our sense of, of fun and passion. It doesn't have to necessarily be that you've been studying Japanese for five years, 10 years or are Japanese. So long as you've got an interest in just making friends and having a, you know, a good time, uh, Yosakoi is probably for you. So it just reminds me of one of the things that the, the Japanese co-leader before me said, which is that the Awa Odori, which comes from um, a city nearby Kochi, there's like a saying, which is like dancing fools, we're all just dancing fools or something. Maybe that's the translation. But, you know, when you're up there, you kind of are making a fool of yourself. But if you think about how stupid you look, then you become self-conscious. So you have to sort of lose that mentality and just go out there with a sense of fun. So I think that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just like, we know that we're not the most polished group. Um, we're nowhere near what the like synchronization of K-popers can do, but we're still out there just like, yeah, having a good time. Yeah, yeah that sounds wonderful. And I know that you have a performance coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where our listeners could potentially find you performing throughout the year or see your activity on the internet? Yep. Uh, so we actually do have plans to participate in a number of upcoming online events. So you will sort of be able to see us perform through the, the, the virtual space. Uh, the dates for those particular events, I don't think have been confirmed just yet, but we'll be posting more details on our Facebook page with you know the links to those events further down the track. And we do also have an upcoming event on the 18th of April. And it's an event organized by the, the, the Japan, the JCV, the Japan Club of Victoria. Now, unfortunately, it's in, in relation to that event, it's a, it's a members only event. I mean, you can obviously, you know, feel free to, you know, join as a member of JCV and then you, you can attend that, that particular event. And, but, you know, you, you can definitely find details of any upcoming events on our Facebook page. That's, that's usually where we, you know, where we interact with, with others and that's where we post most of our the, the details of our, our events and so on and yeah so 18th of april for the the jcv event but also two more upcoming online events which will keep you posted through facebook awesome looking forward to it and uh, my last question for the evening is what uh was the reason why you chose this particular yosakoi song Yochore? is that the song what was it about it that sort of encapsulates Yosakoi and what Yosakoi is. Yep. So y- y- Yochore is one of the more well-known Yosakoi songs. Um, you know, I it's personally it's one of my favorites. <laughs> that's that's pretty much why why I, I, I you know, decided to, to choose that song. And it's you know I should tell the newbies like any new newcomers that will join the group that you know it's it, it's a really good song to start off with because. With Yosako, you know, you, you find that as you sort of learn and 
and and uh, practice more songs, um, you you find that you actually use a lot of the same dance moves, and a lot of it, I think, sort of your this particular song, like they actually use a lot of moves that a, a lot of other songs sort of adopt as well. And personally, I just think it's it's a really fun, energetic song. You know, whenever I dance, you know, the song just puts a smile on my face. And you know, whenever I, I perform, I know whenever Zan performs this, you know, I think the, the audience the audience sort of enjoys it as well. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much you know why I chose the song. And will do you have any views on on your chore? Do you like the yeah, song? Yeah, I you you can't help but like your chore, even yeah. though I've like listened to the song, you know, probably a thousand times and danced it about a hundred it still has that same sort of upbeat energy that's infectious. The other thing as well, just to drop some more Yosakoi knowledge on you, um, is that this song, when we actually perform it, we have this thing called kakegoe, which is like um, attached voice or sort of like accompanying voice, which is like a call and response. So the song will have some particular lyric and then us in the song will repeat it afterwards. Um, these words are usually something like dokoisho, dokoisho, or soran, soran. Um, and when we actually shout it out as uh, performers, it just gives us that ne- extra level of energy that we need to keep on going through the song because it can be physically tiring at times. But it also gives the audience a chance to give energy back to us if we invite them to sort of repeat these lyrics. Um, so you might be able to hear those, those throughout this song. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Daniel and Will, for talking with us tonight. And we're really excited to hear more about what Sanya Sukhoi has planned for the year. Thank you so much. Thank you.